0: All right, recording has begun. Check, check the mic, perfect. <clears throat> Another fantastic episode of Supreme Being coming up. We have people following us on Instagram. Uh, we also have the Zoom link up for the people who want to be on video and ask questions live. And I want to first start off with the three announcements that I always start off with. Number one is Team BC Real Estate. We sponsored this podcast. We're your real estate team for... Any real estate need worldwide, contact us at teambcsold.com, or you can email us at teambcsold at gmail.com. Number two, my personal coaching and mentorship program for the world, modern success. We have 258 active members at this moment. And I've been talking about since we started the recording, our first live event, February 2nd, which I'm excited for. We have four guest speakers. It's going to be a members-only event. I'm excited, it's going to be the first of many. Uh, If you're interested in modern success, go to joinmodernsuccess.com or you can go to briancasella.com and go to the coaching tab and sign up. And lastly, eXp Realty for you realtors and real estate agents. Go to join.exprealty.com if you would like to join or you can reach out to me personally for more information. All right, now let's get started. Today is a day where I've had a lot of stuff um, going on in my mind. I've done two interviews today. I just booked another speaking gig uh, for this year, today, and I've had a lot of things going on in my mind, and this podcast is gonna be more general. You know, I may boil it down to one or two topics, but this one's gonna be more of an open discussion, and me just speaking my mind. There's one thing that keeps popping up in my head that I keep telling people, and whether they realize it or not, this question, this question, they refuse to answer it or they don't have an answer for it. And it keeps popping up in my mind and it's what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? That's a great question to ask yourself when you look in the mirror. What are you waiting for? Because whether people admit it or not, whether it's a little bit or a lot, they're still waiting for somebody's approval or waiting for the right time or um, doing this, doing that. And it's almost like a relinquishing of responsibility. Okay, Uh, somebody asked, I went to the EXP website and requested more info. What are you requesting more info for? I'm the one that can give you the information, Yadi. DM me and I'll give you more info. There's a relinquishing of responsibility and I still see, even going into 2019, the same motherfuckers that say, I have huge goals, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, still put still put the power and responsibility outside of themselves, right? Oh, well, I emailed that mentor and I'm waiting for them to email me back. Oh, I reached out to this person. Oh, I'm waiting for this event that's coming in eight months and then I'm gonna do something.
1: It's like, oh my God, man.
0: Oh my God. The only person you can rely on is you. The only person who's gonna call the shots is you. Now, as much as I keep fucking repeating that, people don't get it. They still think that And this is a huge, a huge realization that I had. You guys have to understand that other people, right, as much as we want to rely on other people, you have to be self-sufficient, self-reliant, meaning that needs to come senior to anything else. I never want to put all that responsibility or... Ask somebody to do something, and then all my hopes and dreams are relying on that person coming through. Because if they don't come through, you're fucked. And if you put yourself in that position, it's your fault. It's your fault. As much as people want to say, well, they said they were going to come through and they guaranteed it, it doesn't matter. You put the responsibility outside of yourself. And for that, you cannot be forgiven, and you must not be forgiven, and you must accept responsibility and the consequences of your actions and I still see people doing this. They keep wanting to shove the responsibility away from them, and I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because if the other person comes through, they can create the story that it's okay. Well, you know, I failed and I didn't get a shot because so-and-so didn't come through and they gave me their word. But in reality, that sounds fucking pathetic. Like it sounds terrible. It doesn't even sound right, especially if a man says that. If a man says that, I just look at him like, really, dude, really, and you call yourself a fucking man? Like, make make it happen. Make it happen. Figure it out, okay? As much as having mentors and help is great, you still have to understand that you will have to enter the jungle, if we're gonna label it that, and you're gonna suffer. You're gonna be cold. You're gonna be hungry, but you're gonna have to figure it out to survive. It's really one of those things that you have to put yourself in that position and be willing to, to fail and fall and scrape your knee and your elbows and get slapped and get, you know, maybe bitten by an animal and then you have to, you know, tend to your wounds and keep going. There's still people out there who think that magical person is going to show up and fix everything. Or they can rely on that one person. Case in point, whenever the presidency comes around, um, you know, I understand people have, you know, their favorites or whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about some people who truly believe that if their candidate gets picked, all their fucking problems are going to go away. It's if, as if the president gives them a call. Hey, uh, Bob, yeah, everything's going to be okay. I got elected. You have nothing to worry about. Like, really? Really? You really think that's going to fucking happen? Regardless of who I voted for, Whether Trump, Hillary, or someone else got voted for, I still would be doing the same shit that I'm doing now at the same level. Like nothing would change in my world of what I'm doing and where I'm going for. There would be no relinquishing responsibility. There would be no, well, I can rely on that happening because blah, blah, blah. It's like a chain reaction. You pass it on to one person, that person passes it on to another person, and now you're sitting there back like this, relaxing, thinking, oh, well, it's being taken care of, when it's really not, when it's really not. The only time that we can use that efficiently is if you maybe create your own corporation, your own business, your own empire, and you put people under you, and now you're handing those responsibilities to other people, cool. Now you're in a leadership position. So in that context, yes, it works. But when you're trying to build something up from the ground up, whether it's a building, or your business, or your empire, Um, God, I I still, I still see people not wanting to take responsibility and it's sad because I I truly feel that some of those people do want to be successful, but we're raised and taught the wrong things and people are just afraid. Uh, And I think of a great metaphor or a great mental image is the dude. um, And we would see, I don't know if it was like a animated little uh, picture or if it was a statue but it's the dude that has the world and he's kind of holding it like this and he has it on his back and he's like trying to walk or he's just holding it, like I'm okay being in that position because I'm fucking carrying the load myself and I know I'm gonna be okay. And that's really, if I can start breaking this down into simple processes and simple pillars of what it takes to adopt that type of mindset, the first one would be trust in oneself. I may not have all the answers now, I may not know everything now, but I trust that I'm gonna figure it out, I'm gonna make shit happen, and I will make it to the other side of the jungle. I will survive, I will uh, eventually pick up the skills and know how to figure this thing out. Whether it's a sales job, whether it is um, you know another business, whether it's a challenge that I'm facing, whether it's a situation I have with somebody, I'm gonna figure it out. I'm, I'm going to make it to the other side, okay? Case in point, I um, sent Loida and Kevin on my team, right? This is a great example of this on a listing appointment, right? I think they had called the for sale by owner, uh, Saturday night. For those of you who are not in real estate, a for sale by owner is somebody attempting to sell a house themselves without having proper representation of an agent, professional agent. It would be like you representing yourself in court and saying, I don't need a lawyer, right? So they show up, everything's going good. At the end, I guess one of the neighbors who's apparently a fucking guru of real estate, which turns out he's not, but has some sort of influence on that homeowner, uh, budges in and basically fucks everything up, starts talking shit and literally blatantly starts disrespecting my team. You know, at which point um, he, he stands up and gets a little aggressive with his demeanor and Kevin um, steps up and says, what's up, dude, what are you gonna do? And, you know, from there, the situation pretty much diffused because Kevin stepped up. Now, in that moment, in that moment, now they left, you know, they got a little crazy, but they left and nothing really happened. But in that moment of what I just said earlier, Kevin didn't know what was going to happen. But he stood up confidently, stood his ground and said, okay, dude, what's up? He trusted himself. He trusted what he knew. He trusted that, hey, this thing will be resolved. Now, if I have to go to blows, fuck it. I have to, but I'm not going to cower away. I'm not going to relinquish responsibility in this moment. I'm going to step the fuck up and face this thing, whatever it is. That could be the lion in the jungle. It could be the next challenge. It could be that person who's trying to get aggressive with you and try to play that game. Now I truly am, I'm not happy about that situation, but I'm kind of happy that I wasn't there. Cause if I was there, then I probably would have gotten in a lot of trouble because I don't stand disrespect from anybody. And That rubbed me the wrong way, okay? So it was probably best that I wasn't there. But Kevin stepped up, did what he was supposed to do, and I applaud him for that, right? And I will continuously applaud him because in the moment, when it counted, he stepped the fuck up. That's what this requires. This story is directly related to what I'm talking about because there's gonna be moments and situations that pop up that require you to step the fuck up. And if what I just said of you trusting yourself isn't there, you're gonna hesitate, you're gonna fuck up, and you're not going to do the right thing, and guess what? Then you're going to fail, quote, and you're not going to move on to the next level. Case in point. Case in point. For you salespeople, you're in a situation where you know exactly what to do or what to say, and you don't fucking do it, and then you leave without the deal, and you're kicking yourself in the ass. For those of you, uh, for the men, right? You're maybe going out, or you're, you're talking to a woman that you're interested in, and you want to go in for the kiss or do something and you know when the moment is right if you don't step the fuck up and you lose out. Same thing, right? You were presented with the opportunity and you fucked it up. So those situations will present themselves in different areas of your life all the time, right? Maybe somebody tests you like Kevin got tested by that guy aggressively. Maybe it's the two situations that I gave you. Something's gonna pop up that's gonna test all these different pillars, one of which is do you trust yourself? I trust myself. Because I know whether it goes the way I thought it was going to go or not, it's going to be okay. Life fucking goes on. I'll figure this thing out. That allows me to step up with more courage. Because it's not like you're not going to feel the emotions. We all go through the emotions of doubt, fear, insecurity, worry. We all do. But how do you respond? How do you uh, show up to the next thing, to the next moment with those emotions in you? That's the difference between me and a lot of people. People look at me like, oh, man, like, fuck, man, you're so fired up. And I go through the same shit everybody else goes through. I just deal with it in a different way. I don't let that shit stop me because I trust that it's going to go away and I'm okay. When everyone else is sitting there like, oh, my God, why am I feeling this way? And they go the exact opposite fucking way. I just keep moving forward. It's like, fuck it. This is part of the journey. I'm not going to stop. It's like I can't go through the jungle and then freeze every time I see an animal. I need to know that they're there and be cautious, but I'm not going to fucking completely stop And, oh, man, I'd love to get to the other side, but there's so many animals. I can't do it. Dude, you got to fucking go. Trust. After trust comes your ability to be more bold and decisive, which is severely lacking in most individuals nowadays, especially men. Men are becoming pussies because they can't make a fucking decision, and it's sad. If you're a man, you need to be fucking decisive because that's male energy. That's what a fucking man is. You wanna go on a hunt? Hunt. You wanna go talk to somebody? Talk to them. You wanna make a business move? Make it. You wanna post something on Facebook? Post it. You wanna post a fucking YouTube video? Post it. Stop being a little fucking bitch. Oh, well, so-and-so might say something. Who gives a fuck? Someone's gonna say something anyway, whether it's positive or negative. Just fucking do it. You know how many women I have messaging me complaining? Oh, man, you know, so-and-so, you know, my business partner isn't decisive. Oh, I was going to go out with this guy, but he's not fucking decisive. It's pathetic. Now, this applies to more than just men, but I really want to zoom in on men because I feel like uh, we're going backwards right now. Most men are, their penises are inverting and they're converting into vaginas. So we have more women in the population now. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. And understand that with that, when you're decisive, some decisions that you make will end up not being the best ones. But it's okay, it's okay. You know why? Because then when you make the next decision, you can learn. Everything is a teaching point. Everything is a learning point. You think I haven't made any fucking bad decisions? I make bad, quote, decisions all the time, but I learn from them and then I adjust. But I'm constantly making decisions all the fucking time all the time. So by putting myself in that, and I I did a webcast with Yogi Chris, shout out to him earlier. And I talked about the, the necessity for you in your life. If you want to grow, if you want to keep moving forward, if you want to exhibit some of these higher level traits is I talk about healthy pressure that has to exist in your life, healthy pressure. I like the pressure of going out and meeting new people who motivates me every day? Myself. I like the pressure of meeting new people. I like going into a group of 10 people and feeling the pressure. I like door knocking in Beverly Hills and feeling that pressure. I like putting myself in situations where I have to test myself. God damn, that's where you grow. That's where you get better. That's where you can test if you trust yourself and to see if you're decisive because those moments are going to come up that test that. But unless you're putting yourself in those situations, how the fuck can you know? But no, we're just going to sit here on the couch and dream about being a fucking millionaire and it's suddenly going to come into existence because, hey, I read the book, The Secret, and I know about the law of attraction. Sound familiar? (laughs) How many motherfuckers have read that book and talk about the law of attraction? I see it all the fucking time. I'm like, oh shit, you know about the law of attraction? Cool. So how have you used it and what has it done for you in your life? And the answer is always nothing. And they just spit off shit from the book all the time. Well, oh, no, no, I get it. You read the book and you understand it. What the fuck have you done with it to improve your life? Like, give me some evidence. Give me some evidence of what the fuck you've done with it to help you. Because I can. I can give you a fucking uh, a scroll, right? Like the old uh, knights, they'd open the little scroll or whatever. Or they would deliver a message. I can give you a whole fucking laundry list of shit that I've done with it because of what I understand. And the real application of it. I'm not just using it socially to look cool in front of motherfuckers that I don't even give a shit about, I'm trying to impress them, right? Which is what most people do. It's like this game. Oh, I've read, I've read 50 books last
1: year. Okay, what do you have to show for it? Right? It's insane. It's fucking insane. So
0: when we look at this, when we look at this, which side are you falling on? Are you, are you really taking some of these principles of what I'm saying and applying them? Are you putting healthy pressure on yourself? Are you getting outside of your fucking comfort zone at least every once in a while? Shit, I do it all the fucking time, all the time, all the time. And man, does it suck, of course. You think it's fun every single time, especially right now in winter, to do a cold shower when it's fucking 30 or 40 degrees outside early in the morning, and you turn on the shower when you're like, ah, you want to scream sometimes. It's not in the moment. In the moment, it can seem like it's not worth it. How many of you have dreaded going and doing that workout that
1: you committed to, and then after you do it, you feel amazing, and you're so glad that you did it? That's an example of that.
0: But what you do consistently becomes your rituals. Forget habits, it's rituals. And the accumulation, the sum of your rituals and what they consist of
1: will equal what you have in life and where you're going, period. Because that's really what it boils down to. Now, those are extremely detailed in my life. And it's in action every single day
0: in sequence, the way it's supposed to be done. So it's not a surprise that everything I've accomplished has come in sequence. Boom, 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 boom. What you do when nobody's looking will equal what you have to show when everybody's looking. This is why a lot of times I don't have to talk about what I do. The results speak for themselves. All the time. I let that do the talking. I don't have to yip yap about what I've accomplished. Everyone keeps saying, oh man, you need to show this more and show that more. I don't have to, why? Right, I have people begging me all the time. Oh, dude, do more car videos. Eh, Maybe, maybe not, but it doesn't matter. I don't have to show it like on every fucking ad we see on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, look at my Lamborghini here. I can
1: teach you the 10 steps to success. I let this do the selling, not my cars. So going into
0: 2019, right, and I I mentioned this earlier, it seems like already I see people's enthusiasm or commitment to their resolutions is already dying out. And
1: it's the seven. Mine is ramping up and theirs is steadily declining already. And I sit there and I'm like, whoa. So
0: at the very least, commit to making some of these changes. Elevate the trust in yourself. Elevate your decisiveness because those come from within. It doesn't require any outside acquisition of any new possessions or things or material things or whatever or new knowledge. Increasing your self-trust or trust in oneself and increasing your decisiveness is very easy. Putting yourself in positions that make you uncomfortable, you control. Putting yourself in positions where you have to make a decision and you can increase the rate of it is under your control. Everything I'm talking about starts and ends with you, and can be done and improved like this, if you really want to, if it's a priority to you in your life. Otherwise, who gives a shit, right? We're just going to keep watching this person online or
1: this person online, and feeling good, and then not doing shit. Which is the story of most people's lives. I,
0: I, I see the messages all the time. Again, oh man, I, I stopped watching TV, and now I'm, you know, I'm reading more, and I'm, I'm watching people online. Okay, but what are you doing with it? Where are you going with it? Is it just filling in the time to give you this false sense of accomplishment or are you actually doing something with it? That's what I want. I don't care if somebody's a billionaire or broke. If they're applying themselves and they're starting to get results, great. And if those results are very minute, that's fine because everybody starts somewhere like I did. It's not gonna happen overnight. Rome, the empire,
1: or any empire wasn't built overnight. It takes time. But hey,
0: you know, oh man, this guy got a, a Bugatti, and he's you know 35 years old, and I'm 25, and I have nothing. Damn, my life's a failure. Use that as inspiration. The same situations people look at in a negative frame, I can flip it easy and point out to them in a way that gets them to get off off their ass and do something. It's really that simple. And again, what is that? It's simply a shift in perspective or a different way of viewing it. It's not some fucking magical spell. I'm not pulling out my little Harry Potter fucking wand and and putting some image there. I'm just looking at it from a different standpoint, logically, when they're looking at it from a purely emotional, defeating standpoint. Everything, to me, is an opportunity. Everything. Every conversation, every live, every Zoom call, every podcast, every YouTube video, everything's an opportunity. Everything is fun. I enjoy what I do. I don't have to live by anyone else's fucking rules or bullshit limiting beliefs. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Of course, I'm not going to hurt anybody or break laws, but Of course, that's what I'm gonna do. But other than that, I can think however I want and I can do whatever I want. And if someone else has an opinion about it, they can say whatever they want, I don't have to listen to it or accept it, period. Everyone's like, man, that sounds good. And the first moment they go out and someone says something to them, they wanna have a fucking debate about it and explain themselves for 30 minutes. What a waste of time. What a waste of time. And it's sad because some people actually have the desire to get better. They just get sidetracked by things that they see as insignificant. You wanna be more decisive, make a move. And now when people start attacking you or or asking you why you're doing it, stop answering them. Just because somebody asked you a question, what, you have to answer it now because they asked you?
1: No, you don't. Just like they have the right to ask the question, you have the right to not respond. Look at this question, I'm 16 and trying to make a move before it's too late,
0: wow. You're 16 years old and you're saying before it's too late. (laughs) You have a lot to learn, my friend. You have a lot to learn. Anyways, that's enough of my ranting for now. I'll open it up to questions if you guys have any. Um, I really urge everybody to re-listen to this a few times and, and step their game up. Right. For those of you who have joined now, uh, whether on Zoom or on Instagram, uh, remember February 2nd is a live event for you, Modern Success members. And we're adding, um, I'm going to be adding all the details in a new email that's going to go out within the next few days. So
1: stay patient. I'm just narrowing it down to two or three venues. So now I will answer your questions.
0: Prince, uh, no, because if they really wanted to, they could find somebody else. Now, if it's an emergency, then yes, I would. Do members of your team pay you a desk fee? No, I absorb all the the upfront fees and marketing costs, brother. Uh, Shifting, the real estate market is shifting from a complete seller's market time act to more an even market at this moment. It's going through that transition and it started months ago. Thoughts on the accelerated course? I don't know, bro. Um, You know, I didn't take them online because that really wasn't a thing when I got my license, but the quicker, the better. That's the way I see it. Oh, April, you're way behind if you're asking me about my team. Uh, Two... Two two and a half years in, I started building my team. I do recommend you rewind the clock on my YouTube videos and watch some of the older ones. it'll It'll catch you up. Is it a good thing or bad thing for agents? It's neither one. It's neither one. People still need a buy or sell, whether it's a seller's market or buyer's market. so best vegan restaurant in my area, uh, probably elements. Uh, One Veg World is good, Uh, Elements is good, because it has a salad box in it, Um, what else? There's a good place, uh, the Health Bar in Phillips Ranch, that's in Pomona, that's not too far, that's good. Uh, Fendi, I'll talk about that in uh, Modern Success, that's a little bit more advanced. How often do you drink kombucha? A Couple days a week usually. Yeah, Nate, um, if you go through, Nate, on the close the deal section on Monitor success, which is specifically sales, you'll find some stuff on tonality there, like a whole lecture on it. You're vegan? Yes. I have been for years, man. Typically, I get about six to six and a half hours of sleep every once in a while, every two weeks. I'll sleep like seven or eight hours on a night, typically like on a weekend night, but most of the time it's about six, six and a half. Uh, what type of retreat are we talking about, Coronado? Have you ever done ten thirty one? Yes, I've done two in my yeah two in my career. Why would you absorb the cost of your team? Uh, that's typically how it's run, bro. I don't I don't mind running it because me doing that right um, it doesn't really affect me. You know, the the only reason that would be a problem is if your team is not producing at all and it's costing you. I understood starting a team, I would have to absorb more costs and that's not a problem. Um, At the same time, you know, you have to worry, not really worry, but you have to focus on retention and keeping your people happy too, which is why I give them better splits too than typical team leaders. Um, It's just the way I structure things, man. Is it everything exactly by the book, like millionaire real estate agent or another team leader? No, but it's my way of doing things. Do you do a video for every listing? No. You said your last live stream that you would follow me. I don't remember saying that, bro. Is a significant other has made you soft or pussy? Would you recommend moving on? Uh, That's not their fault. It's your fault. So if anything, they pointed out something that you can work on. Church retreat for adults. I'm not religious, bro. So uh, I can't answer that. To work leases when starting? I did one or two, bro, as a favorite of friends, but I didn't really work them actively. Could you make a video explaining the structure of your team? Um, I may. Modern Success already knows the structure of my team, but for YouTube, maybe. The only reason I don't want to release it on YouTube is I have a lot of newer people that follow me that don't sell any houses and they want to start a team, and it's not the right time for them to start a team. I feel responsible in a sense of giving people information that they need the right way, you know what I mean? 1031 is a tax-deferred exchange, YALI. All it does is protect people against capital gains for the most part, that's why most people do it. However, you can't touch the money and you have to roll it into another property of equal or greater value. There's also the reverse 1031 exchange, but I haven't done that yet. Basically what you're looking at. When do you think starting a team is optimal? When you're doing two or three three deals consistently a month, I would say. And it also depends on what you wanna do, Prince. Do you wanna be a solo agent or do you want to uh, start a team. You have to answer that, right? I made the decision to start a team and leverage. So I had time to do other stuff and that's why I did it. If I would have been happy being a solo agent, it wouldn't, um, uh, then I wouldn't have gone this route. What am I sipping on uh, kombucha? You believe in Jesus Christ? No. Where do you get the gold straw from the gold straw?
1: What straw? What about getting an assistant? Same thing,
0: that's the first hire you're gonna make. That's part of your team. Getting an assistant means you're starting a team. It doesn't necessarily have to be agents. You had some gold straw drinking out of a yellow cup.
1: You mean this, the mate? This is just a metal straw, it's not gold. Seth, I made a ton of videos on YouTube giving you um,
0: um, information about EXP. That's probably your best source because they're longer and they'll give you more details. And Modern Success is the personal uh, mentorship and coaching program I created to help everybody, right? Realtors included. I have a lot of realtors in the group. We have 258 active members right now. Um, if you want to take a look at it, go to joinmodernsuccess.com or you go to my personal website and go to the coaching tab. And for those of you, I saw a few people ask about the listing product. It's not on my website yet, but I've shared on Instagram and Facebook, the links to purchase it. So you can check there. But maybe enter the field of real estate, uh, realty, the opportunity, man. Um, what what I bring to the table as an individual and my strengths and the opportunity in real estate just made sense. Um, because you have a tremendous upside in real estate with very little entry, uh, barriers to entry, very low costs. And you can start selling a lot of homes right away and start making some big commissions, man. Red X depends on your area, man. Over here where I'm at, they're garbage as far as accuracy, but Vulcan seven, I'm surprised it's not in Arizona. I thought it was, did you do open houses for other agents in your office? No, I was never big on open houses. Um, well Zeus, it's really up to you, bro. Um, you know, I personally own a couple properties, but my residence where I live, uh, I lease it, right. I rent. Um, it really depends on someone's situation and what they want to do. Some people, it's their dream to buy a house and raise a family. Cool. They're going to buy a house. Um, some people want to buy a home and because they're never really going to make too much money. That's their nest egg. It makes sense for them. Um, it really depends on somebody's situation and what they want to do, man. And when you talk to people, and you get to know more about them, then you can best guide them. Some people, I've turned them away from buying a home because I know it's not the right decision for them. So it's a case-by-case basis. How will this shift the market? Um, I still think it's to a point where even the entrepreneurs, everybody that wants to be an entrepreneur, isn't making enough money to cause a shift like that. If everybody started making three, four, five, six hundred thousand $600,000 and everybody everybody started leasing, um, maybe that would change it. But even then, someone like me, we're still buying properties and renting them out. So we're still buying, we're just not buying as a principal residence, we're buying as an investment property, right? Everyone in Modern Success say woo woo, that's funny. Do you love what you do or love the result it gets you? Um, I love what I do, man. The results are great too, but I enjoy all the stuff that I'm doing in my life and I've created it in that way. And even when I was before getting to this point, um, I knew what I was doing would get me to this point. So it even kept me happy. Winning modern success was a great decision, amazing content. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Welcome to the squad. I know you've been with us for a while now. Uh, What was I doing before? Real estate? Basketball. Uh, why did I stop? Because of injuries. I think at night, damn, I really came a long way. I mean, I, I've tracked my progress, man, and I know, but in the full length of where I'm going. I mean, we're just getting started. Where do you get most of your leads from? Referrals are only about 10, 15%. And that's not counting agent to agent referrals. We send out and receive a ton of agent to agent referrals. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is uh, expireds, uh random door knocking, absentee owners, cold calling. It's a pretty healthy mix of everything. What do my weekends look for when starting out? Prospecting, <laughs> listing appointments. <laughs> More work. It was just another day for me. Thoughts on self on hypnosis for self improvement? Glad you asked that, bro. Hypnosis and NLP are subjects that I, I dive a lot into in my modern success group and I teach that a lot because those are subjects that even if you get a basic level understanding that can help you a lot in life, not only with yourself, but obviously in making money too. How tall am I? Six two. Oh Ayana, what's up? Haven't seen you in a while. You come into the event February second. Has Lloyd made six figures? Yeah. And she's on track to do, this year, I forget what her goal is. Mm -hmm. Um, I forget her personal goal. I'm been able to catch one of these live sessions in a while. Yeah, it's the podcast every Monday and Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Cool, I'll answer one or two more questions. And we'll end it, who do you cold call? Everybody, bro. Absentee owners, regular homeowners, expireds for sale by owners. Anybody who owns a house. Do you do wholesales, I've done a few, that's it. Expired script, just pick one, Jace. There's a bunch. There's Mike Ferry, Marino, Kevin Ward, Tom Ferry. I mean, there's a bunch of coaches that give you free scripts. Just pick one and go with it. Um, It's not really the words. It's how you present yourself, how you say it, your tonality, body language, all
1: that is much more important than the words.
0: I'll make merch someday, dude. If the prices are going down, then man, that's, it'll normalize the market a little bit, dude. What I would do is, um, you know, angle it for buyers and say it's a great time to buy because interest rates are still low, right? And for a seller, you got to tell them, hey, we don't know if it's going to keep going down. So you got to make a move now. Either way that the market's going, bro, you can always help people make a decision. Bad toxic habits, man. That's a process, bro. Um, It starts with little steps of replacing one or two and then working your way up, dude. Cool. Okay, guys, I'm going to take off. Uh, For those of you who still have questions, I recommend you jump on Modern Success. Join ModernSuccess.com or go to my personal website and go to the coaching tab. Team BC Real Estate, our team, if you need anything worldwide, we can connect you or help you ourselves. TeamBCSold.com or email us at TeamBCSold at gmail.com. Lastly, exp realty for all the realtors. Make sure you go to join.exprealty.com or message me, get you some more info, then
1: we'll get you on the squad. Okay. With that said, peace out. We'll see you on Wednesday for